For more resources, visit rymonline.org. The Local Youth Worker is a daily podcast that's centered on five questions each week. Ranging from the practical to the professional, we're looking for answers to the questions you're asking. Whether you're in full-time, part-time, or even volunteer youth ministry, this podcast is for you. All right, everyone, we're back. If you were with us yesterday, we're talking to Reverend Ryan Hughes. <clears throat> he was making sure I, I said Reverend, by the way. No, he, he actually told me not to do that. Yes, but, it makes me awkward. But, but he is the campus minister at uh, Colorado State University, has been for the past five years. Um, yesterday, we talked about some advice that he would give to youth pastors. And so the question today is, what are some some of the trends that concern you the most on college campuses? And and, and how, how might youth workers help possibly some of those trends as they're, they're coming your direction? What are some ways in which we can be having discussions with these students about these trends or preparing them? Just something along those lines. What, what, what do you have? Trends in, in spirituality and faith or in personal life or what? Which yeah, all of the above. All yeah, the all, above. all of those categories. <laughs> yeah, broadly. Yeah, yeah. Broad, broad trends, yeah. huh? Yeah. Um, yeah, well, there's a lot come to mind, I guess, but maybe to highlight a few. It's interesting to see the way that our sort of global awareness has now really filtered deep into the way our college students think. Because, the, you know, incoming freshmen now, and even students who are in college now, like they grew up on the internet, like they're, you know, whatever date we're at, minus 18 years, right? We, they only know the internet. They, they've always been globally aware. Um, they get news from Syria just as quickly as they get news about what happened in Kansas. And so they look at themselves and they look at other people that are from different places or, or whatever, and they are really wanting to emphasize how similar we are. They they bend over backwards typically to to try and make connections with people that have a different context from them. It's interesting that you know that they assume that there's more to share than there is to divert us uh, from each other. And now that that is not the mentality I grew up with, yeah, right? Mine, and mine as well. And yeah. maybe even you, yeah. And so you know, not that I hate other people, like I've learned, you know, but <laughs> exactly. we just they have this different thing, and so. And there are two things that I see happening um, in that regard. One is that it's awesome to see these young people not have the, they look at other people who are different from them racially, uh, religiously, um, even in terms of, um, and socioeconomically. And what Se- they sexually as well, and, and I would say, and who who identify as a different gender mm-hmm. or even as a um, as a different sexually, mm-hmm. and they try very hard to be friends with them and to be genuine with them and just to share life together. That is awesome, mm-hmm. and it's interesting that that's like trending even in popular culture. Like it's yeah. no longer just a Christian thing. 
of course, impetus from that or for that comes from Christianity, but that's a whole other discussion. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that's not often brought up, you know. Um, but anyway, and so that is really fun to be a part where, like, man, these students, they hate racism and they want to do something about it. These students hate the fact that um, a statistic, I heard that, uh, that just for example, let's just, we're just going to go here, that uh, uh. students or uh, young people who identify as transgender who come from an evangelical background are 13 times more likely to commit suicide. Um, they hate that. They don't want that. They want to love that person because that's abhorrent to them, that that should happen, that somebody should kill themselves, you know, based on a certain part of, of their life and their identity. So that is awesome, and I love that. And so many opportunities for the gospel there. And mm -hmm. um, But the other side of that is trying to distinguish spirituality in that faith belief like so i find the trend is also that people don't want to distinguish between islamic faith christian faith mm -hmm. or any other faith that is even similar ish like mm -hmm. we're all the same we believe in the same god just tolerance to tolerance but actually they don't just say tolerance like my generation did the generation maybe just before them they don't just say tolerance oh man we need to be tolerant they are tolerance mm -hmm. like it's the core of who they are they don't think about it it is what they are, and, and so they don't. It, um, they are trying to figure out why I'm making such a big deal about Jesus's, you know, <laughs> the way, the truth, and the life of the only one. Um, and they're not sure about that, and because they've known some really, really good people, morally good people, who are from Pakistan or Islamic, who are Mormons, who are not Christians at all. The interesting thing about my context is that it's we are post-Christian here at Colorado. And I've actually just this week hanging out with some other youth workers, heard them tell me, um, you know, they're from Texas or more Southeast culture and more Bible-assumed cultures, Christianity-assumed cultures. They come out here and they're like, no, you really are post-Christian, and we're really not yet. So... College campuses, even in the Southeast or Bible Belt area, you can have that because it's academia and you can feel like you're sort of post-Christian. But in terms of the culture, you're really not. In Colorado and the rest of the West, for the most part, it is utterly post-Christian. And so nobody has any Christian assumptions and, and whatever. But the interesting thing that goes on out here is that people are really nice. Hmm. They do really good things. They love the earth better than you do. Hmm. They love the homeless better than you do. I guarantee they're less racist than any than anybody else. I promise, you know. And it's and so this thing we're like, I'm a good moral person. They love people harder till they love people who are queer, and you know these other people don't. And they're better people than a lot of what we might, or at least would have assumed of you know evangelical Christians. And so why do I need Christianity? Yeah. These people are nicer. And so you saying <laughs> nicer? I think of my context and. I, this is going to sound negative. I do appreciate where I'm from and, and love the state of Mississippi, known as the hospitality state, but it's also... We could use some of that out here. Yeah. Well, but at the same time, there is a, a surface-level niceness, and it's kind of a, a false niceness. Sometimes it's just put on a show. That doesn't mean that there aren't sincere people at all. I'm not calling out the entire state of Mississippi by any means, but it sounds like what you're saying is out here, there is just a sincere acceptance and and courtesy that people extend towards others and regardless of the back, background or whatever. 
Yeah. Is that the case? Yeah. And I mean, and nobody judges anybody. Like there are a few, you know, the question I always get to from Colorado, like, what about the weed day? How's the pot? You know, all the, <laughs> I wasn't going to go there. The, yeah. Well, so, but you know, honestly, I mean, some of those things are still kind of taboo, but it's like nobody judges anybody for doing anything. And so you just don't even like worry about it. like everybody's friends and um, there are all kinds of other weird social dynamics that happen out here that make community difficult. Uh, that's what I mean by weird, but or yeah, difficult. Yeah. But so believe me, this is not Valhalla or anything. <laughs> like we're not in a commune over here, just hugging and loving on everybody. But um, there is this odd cultural niceness where the I'm sorry, but. Like the the breweries out here, the craft breweries donate more to charity, and the the businesses run by the billionaires here in Colorado donate more to charity than at least is published what the churches do. I mean, it's like anyway, I could go on and on, but that cultural niceness speaks against like maybe needing to decide for Jesus or Christianity. Okay. Experience something. Yeah, that's that's interesting. That that's just interesting to hear your context and some of those trends that you're seeing and you know how youth workers might come alongside um just in those various areas so that's that's insightful ron appreciate that